Shalom to all. Today's daf is Baba Kama Daf Nun Gimel. We are starting Nun Bez Bez, the bottom line with the words Nafal Afana Vachulu, which is a quote from the Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Mirim Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Meishah, Hernes Shama Should Have an Aliyah, El Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayu Bela Bas Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernes Shama Should Have an Aliyah. Now the Mishnah told us we have a bar that's ten tefachim deep, and there's a fellow inside digging it deeper or wider, and he's doing something inside and making noise. Koyel Hakriya. There's the sound of the digging, and a shark got startled and fell forward, so the owner's chayiv, but it fell backwards, so the owner's now the Gemara explains this. Amar Rav, Rav says, L'fun of l'fun of mamish, l'achrav achrav mamish. When we say it fell forwards, that means literally it fell forwards. And when we say that it fell backwards, it means literally it fell backwards. Nun gimel amar alfa on top, v'zev v'zev bar. And both of these are talking about where it fell into the bar. And so why is he chayv in one case and putter in the other? Because Rav l'tamei, Rav l'shidasai. The Amar Rav, Rav says, Bar shechiva olav tayra l'havloi v'loi l'chavatai. When the tayra was mechayv a person for a shark falling into a bar and dying, that's because of the hevel, the bad air in the pit, and not because of the blow that it received. And therefore, when it falls forward, so breathes in all that hevel and therefore the owner's chayv. But when it falls backwards, so the only reason why it died is because of the chavata, the impact, the blow that it received, and the owner's potter. Now, Shmuel Amr Shmuel says, Bibar, if the shark fell into the bar, ben and ben chayev. Whether it fell forwards or backwards, the owner's going to be chayev. And this is Shmuel Tamei, Shmuel Shitasai, the Amr, he holds, Then a person's chayev when a shark dies in his pit because the hevel killed it, and for sure because of the blow that it received. So now we ask in Shita Shmuel, How does Shmuel explain the Mishnah that if it fell backwards because of the sound of the digging, that the owner of the pit's going to be potter? The answer is bar. We're talking about where it tripped on the bar, and it fell behind the bar, meaning it tripped on the bar because of the sound of the digging, but it didn't fall into the bar. It fell down on the ground outside the bar and died because of that. And in this scenario, the owner of the bar is not Chayv, according to Shmuel. Now the Gemara asks a question on Rav Eisve. We have a brass that says very clearly, that if it fell into the bar, whether it fell forwards or backwards, he's Chayv. This is Rav, this refutation at Rav. So we're going to have three answers to this. Our Chazar says, Rav agrees that if the bar was in the owner's rishos, so then he's going to be chayiv no matter how the shark fell in. Why Mishim to Amr lay? Because the owner of the shark could tell the owner of the bar, Manavshach, Iba Havlamis, if it died because of the Hevel, meaning it fell forward, Havalidachu, it's your Hevel, because it's your bar. And Iba Chavatamis, if it died because of the blow, Chavatidachu, it's your Chavata, because it's your bar in your land. So either way you're chayiv. Rabba Amr, Rabba gives a different answer. Achamayskin, what are we talking about over here? Bimis Hapech, where the shark turned over. Did not fall Ape, it fell face forward, this Hapech, and then mid fall, it turned over, Vinafal Agabe, and it actually landed on its back. And the reason why the owner of the bar is chayv in this case, even though it fell backwards, the havel, the honeybay, a honeybay, because the hevel that it breathed in as it was falling face forward helped to kill it. And in this case, Rav would say the owner's chayv. Now, Rav he gives a totally different answer. Over here, we're talking about the bar being damaged because of the shar. And when we say chayv, we're talking about the owner of the shar being chayv. And mind you, what's the case? Where the shar fell into the pit and ruined the water because it was inside. It doesn't make a difference if it fell forwards or backwards. The owner of the shar is chayv. And that's what we're referring to in this b'risa, not the owner of the pit being chayv. I think Mark Tanyu's Tony Rav Chanani Lusiul Rav Rav Chanani taught a b'risa as a help for Rav. The pasuk tells us v'nafal and it fell in. That teaches us achiyip al darach nafila. It has to be that the shar falls darach nafila, the normal way, which is face forward. Mikan Amr from here. They said nafal afanu b'kalakriya chayv. If the shar fell forward because of the sound of the digging, so the owner of the bar is chayv. Olach from b'kalakriya potter. If it fell backwards because of the sound of the digging, so the owner is potter. V'zev zev bar. And both these are talking about where it fell into the bar. How can you explain this? Amr Meir nafal afanu b'kalakriya chayv. If the shar fell forward because of the sound of the digging, so the owner of the bar is chayev. As more of a why would that be? Name a Why don't we say that the guy who's in the pit that's digging and making this noise, he's the one that caused the shark to fall in, so he should be chayev. Now, the reason why he wouldn't actually have to pay is because he's a grown benizakin. It was just his sound that startled the shark, and so we can't be machayev him for that. And male, that would mean that nobody's chayev over here. So Amr of Shem Rashi, Shem Rashi says, Hamani Reb he, this is Reb Nasan, and we've had a shita previously, and here's the main source of this Reb Nasan shita. The Amr Reb Nasan says, Balabar Hazeka Ka'avid, the Balabar was the one that actually 
actually cause the damage because his bar was the cause of the shar dying. And any situation that we can't collect the payment from this one, so we collect it from the other one. Meaning you're right, the fellow who was digging, he did cause the shar to be startled and fall into the bar. However, at the end of the day, the shar was found in the bar. So the owner of the bar is chayiv for that. And since payment is not able to be collected from the kaira, from the digger, again, because he's a grama, so we're going to collect the payment from the bala bar. And for the explanation of Nasan's shita, the time you have a brisa, shar bar. If one shar pushed another one into a bar, bala shar chayiv, bala bar potter, the owner of the shar is chayiv, whereas the owner of the bar is completely potter. That's Rabbanan. Rav Nasan, whereas Rav Nasan says, bala shar mishal mechzo, bala bar mishal mechzo. The bala shar has to pay half, and the bala bar has to pay the other half. And we further explain by bringing another brisa that seems to be a stira. Vatani, we have a brisa that says, Rav Nasan, Rav Nasan tells us, bala bar mishal gimelchalakim, ubala shar revia, that the bala bar has to pay three quarters of the damage, and the bala shar only has to pay a quarter of the damage, and they don't split it 50-50. So what's going on over here in Shittas Rav Nasan? The answer is, like Kasha, no problem. Habatam, habemuad. One's talking about a shar tam, the other's talking about a shar muad. Now the shar muad wouldn't have a problem with. Each one has to pay half, so there's no issues. But our main question is with the tam. Ubatam, Micah In regards to shar tam, meaning Ruvain's shar tam pushed Shimon's shar into Levi's bar. So what does Rav Nasan hold over here? Ikasavar, if he holds high kule hezeka avad, high kule hezeka avad, both of them are considered to have done the entire hezek, meaning Ruvain and Levi are both kule like they did the entire thing. Well, Haim Shalom Palga, Haim Shalom Palga. So each one should have to pay half of it. And Mikasavar, high palga hezeka avad, high palga hezeka avad. If you want to say that each one is considered to have done only half the damage, so Balabar Mishalam Paga, the owner of the bar should have to pay half, Ubala Shar Revia, and the owner of the Shar should only have to pay a quarter, because remember the Shar is a Tom, and only half damages has to be paid, and since he only did half the damage, that means he should have to pay a quarter, and Ve'idach Revim Afsid, the other one, meaning the Nizik, Shimon, he should lose out on a quarter. Why should the Bal Habar have to pay three quarters? So Amarav, Rav explains, Rimnasan Dayanahu, Rimnasan was a Dayan, he actually was the Avbezdin, Venachsal Umka the Dina, and he goes down to the depths of the judgment, meaning he really goes deep into the Svara and fully understands it. And so what's Rabnasan hold? Really, Rabnasan holds that the Bala Shar and the Bala Bar are both considered to have done the entire damage. That which you had asked, that each one should have to pay for half the damages. The reason why that's not so is because the owner of the Shar, meaning the Mazik, can tell the owner of the Bar, what does our partnership help me? You're telling me that we're partners in this damage? Well, it doesn't help me if I still have to pay Chatzinezek, so it must be that our partnership is helping me that I only have to pay a quarter of the damage. And by the fact that Rav Nasan says that the Bala Bar has to pay three quarters of the damage, we see from there that call Then when we can't collect some of the damages from one person, meaning we can't collect Chatzin Nezek from the Bala Shar, we'll collect that other part from the Bala Bar. Or Iba Yisem, alternatively, we can answer that each one did only Chatzin Nezek. That which you had asked, Bala Bar Mishalem Palgo, Bala Shar Mishalem Revia, that the Bala Bar should only pay half and the Bala Shar should pay a quarter. And the other one, meaning Shimon, he should lose out on the other quarter. The reason why that's not so is Mishum to Amr Balashar the Balabar. That's because the Balashar over here, the Balashar is the Nizik. He could tell the Balabar, I know to Rebbe Birch Ashkhise, I found my shar in your bar. Atkatalte, you're the one that killed it. And therefore, my de Islil Shlum Mehech, Mishalamna, whatever I'm able to get from the other one, from the Balashar who pushed my shar into your bar, I'm going to collect from him, which is only quarter Nezek. And my de Leslie Shlum Mehech, whatever I can't get from him, Mishalam Mehech, I'm going to collect from you, which is three quarters of the Nezek. We see very clearly, according to Nasan, that if payment can't be collected from one, it's collected from the other one. Okay, with a similar case, Amarav Rav says, Let's say a person put a stone right at the edge of a pit, and a shark came along and tripped on it, and fell into the bar. This now brings us to the Machlakas of Nasan the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon would say that the fellow who put the stone there, he's completely chayiv because he caused the shark to fall in, and the balabar is not chayiv for anything. Whereas Nasan would say that both of them have to pay for it. Ask Gemara Pshita, this is obvious, of course, this is Machlakas of Nasan the Rabbanon. The Gemara says, No, it's a chidish. You might have thought that Hassam, in that case where the shark pushed another shark into the bar, who the Arabal bar, the Balashar, the Balabar, Katel the Balashar, Ilah Bir Didi, if not for the fact 
my bar was here, your shar would have killed that shar anyway, and that's why you have to join in the tashlumen. But over here, you would think that the owner of the stone could tell the owner of the bar, if not for your bar being here, what would my stone have done? If the shar would have chipped on it, would have fallen down, and would have stood back up, brushed itself off, and continued walking. And therefore, I'm not high for anything. If not for your stone, it wouldn't have fallen into my bar because it wouldn't notice that there's a bar here and it would have walked around. But your stone was the cause of it tripping into my bar and therefore your chayv as well. And so it is a chish to say that this case is also machlaik as Rabnasan Rabbanon. We continue discussing cases of joint damages. So Itmar was stated, We have regular shar and a shar that's psalam gdashim that gored. Who's chayv over here? So we know for sure that shar psalam gdashim is not chayv. The question is, how much does the owner of the regular shar have to pay? So by our bayi says, Mishal chatzin ezek, he has to pay chatzin ezek. Or Zervino or Ravino says, Mishal Ravina Nezek, he only pays a quarter of the Nezek. How we explain this really not a machlaikas. Hava Hava Tam, we're talking about the Shar over here was a Tam. Hakrabun, Hakrabnason. Ravina's going contra Abun, whereas Abai is going contra Abnason. Since both these Shvarm were a Tam, only Chatzin Nezek has to be paid in the first place. And since the Sharp Sulam Gdashim doesn't pay, that means according to the Rabbanon, only the regular Shar would pay, and that would be a quarter of a damage. Whereas according to Abnason, since the Sharp Sulam Gdashim doesn't pay, the owner of the other Shar has to cover for that, and therefore he has to pay the full Chatzin Nezek. Or you by the same alternative, we could say, Hava Hakrabun. Both of these opinions are contra Abun. Hava Tam, Hava Muad. Once talk about a Tam, once talk about a Muad. So the Tam only has to pay quarter Nezek, and the Muad only has to pay Chatzi Nezek, because that's his part of the payment, and the Sharp Selmik Dashim doesn't pay at all. Whereas Ikadami, some say this is how we understand the case. Abayah or Abayah says Chatzi Nezek, that the payment is Chatzi Nezek, not Ravina Nezek, and Ravina or Ravina says Kuli Nezek, he pays the entire Nezek. And how do we understand this? Hava Hava Muad, we could say that both these Shvar Mura Muad and Hakra Banan, Hakra Nasan. When Abayah says he pays Chatzi Nezek, that's according to Rabbanon, that he only has to pay for his part of the damage, and he doesn't have to cover for the Sharp Selmik Dashim. Whereas when Ravina says he has to pay Kuli Nezek, that's going that he has to cover for the entire damage. Or Ibai same alternatively, we could say, both these are Korntrab Nasan, Haba Muad, Haba Tam. One's talking about a Muad and one's talking about a Tam. And we deal with more cases of joint Nizakin. Amar Rav says, Sharva Adam Shadachulabar, a Shar and a person that pushed something into a bar. So in Nizakin, Kulan Chayavim. In regards to standard Nazak payment, all of them are Chayav. Whereas in Arbadvarim, in regards to Arbadvarim payment, Tsari Pushavas and Baishas, and this would be talking about a case where a person was pushed into the bar, Udme Vladais, or having to pay for Vladais, if it was a pregnant woman that was pushed in and she miscarried. So in this case, Adam Chayev, Vishar Bar Potter, only the person is Chayev for this and not the Shar in the bar. Because Shar and Bar don't pay for Arbadvarim or for Vladais, only a person does. Lenin Kaifer in regards to Kaifer, meaning let's say a person was pushed in and he died, Shlashim Shal Eved, or an Eved was pushed in and he died, so Shar Chayev, a Shar is Chayev for that, Adam Bar Pturim, and Adam Bar Potter for that, because they're not Chayev for these payments. And Lenin Kalim Vishar Psalam Gdashim, if Kalim were pushed in or Shar Psalam Gdashim was pushed in, Adam Vishar Chayavin, the person in the Shar Chayev for that, Ubar Potter, and Bar's Potter. Because we know that Bar's Potter on Kalim, and also the Bar's Potter on Sharp Psalam now we just ask my time out, why is that? How do we know that a bar's potter on sharp selam gdashim falling in? That's because Amarkra, the Pasuk says in regards to a shar falling into a pit and dying, and the mace shall belong to him, that's the Baal Habar. This is referring to a person who he can keep the mace and do whatever he wants with it. Yatzazet excludes this, a sharp selam gdashim, he can't keep the mace and do whatever he wants with it. There are certain restrictions because it's a sharp selam gdashim. Ask more, hold on a second, remember the Pshita Leil Rava? Are you telling me that it's obvious to Rava that this is where the Joshua from Pasuk is? Rava asks us a question. Dubai Rava, Rava asked the following question. Sharp Sulam Gdashin Shafan Labar, if a Sharp Sulam Gdashin fell into a bar. Mahu, what's Allah in regards to payment? Hi, this Pasak of Vamesiyaloi, does that tell us Bimisha Mes Shaloi that the owner of the bar is only Chayev if he can keep the mace and do whatever he wants with it? Yatsuzesh Aina Mes Shaloi, excluding this case of Sharp Sulam Gdashin falling into the bar, that the Balabar can't do whatever he wants with it, and therefore he would not be Chayev to pay. I don't know, perhaps Vamesiyaloi, 
maybe when the Pasuk says, Vamesi Eloi, that just tells us, Labayim Tablum Benevela Huda Asa. It's telling us that the owner has to deal with the Nevela. So we actually see it. this is a question Rava had. How could we say it, Bipshitos, that it's obvious this is how Rava understands the Pasuk? So Gemara says, no, After Rava asked this question, he answered it. And therefore, after he answered it, it is clear to him. The Gemara now asks, okay, so El Bailam Tablum Benevela Menale. So how does Rava know that the Bailam have to deal with the Nevela? Where does he get that from? He can't use it from this Pasuk of Vamesi Eloi. The answer is, Nafkalim and Vamesi Eloi Deshar. He learns from the Pasuk of Vamesi Eloi of Ashar, meaning from his other Pasuk of a shark killing a shark, it also says Vamesi Eloi, and that's where he learns it from. Ask Gemara, my chazas de Vamesi Eloi de Shar, Mavkas Leila Bailam Tabam Benevela. Why is it the Pasuk of Vamesi Eloi by Shar, meaning one shark killing another shark? We learn from there that the Bailam have to deal with the Nevela, and Vamesi Eloi de Bar, the Pasuk of Vamesi Eloi of a shark falling into a bar, Mavkas Leila Misha Mesha Eloi. We're learning from there that the owner of the bar is only Chayev if the mace could be completely his. Epechano, why don't I switch it around? And I'll say that Vamesi Eloi of a shark killing another shark is only if the Mazik can keep the shark and do whatever he wants with it, excluding Sharp Salam Akdashim, and we learn the other Limud from the shark falling into the bar pasuk. So our answer is Mistabra. It's logical to say that Petur Gabe Bar, that the pasuk is teaching us a Petur, and that's referring to the sharp Salam Akdashim. That's the pasuk of Bar, and why is that? That's because we find another Petur by Bar that the owner of the bar does not have to pay for Kalim to break inside his bar. Ask Gemara Adarabah, we should say the opposite. Petur Gabe Shar, the Petur should be by the shark pasuk. She can't Petur by Chatsi Nezek. That's because the owner of a shar that kills another shar is Petur for half the Nezek. He only has to pay for half the Nezek when it's a Tam. So Gemara answers no. Kulin Nezek Ashkhan, we never find any case by a shar goring another shar that he's completely potter from paying, as opposed to by bar, we do find the case where he's completely potter from paying, which is when Kalim fall into the bar. And therefore, when we're learning ape tour from one of these psukim of Amesi Eloi, we're going to learn that by bar and not by shar. We're going to stop it for the day and pick up tomorrow and continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.